And to be honest, the money I've made through this podcast was kind of on accident. Right. That's just kind of how it is. Someone's like, hey, can you do this? I'm interested in this. I'm like, oh, yes, I can. I have a business model. Cool. Great. But it's like, I, I want my business to be local. I want it to be friend of a friend. I want to use my network, leverage my network. Like, I don't want a website ever. I don't think I need one for this, pe- for this podcast in particular, for Willie T Productions and Talking with Shuck. I don't think I need one. Um, I reach, I reach, I put this, I put this uh, post on LinkedIn. You're the only one who responded. So thank you. Um, You're very welcome. People, uh, this, um, my old, my old, my old boss. So not, not my boss. It was my boss's boss's boss. Who then report that other boss <laughs> who started the podcast. He heard the podcast with his old colleague who left the company. He left the company. He's like, Hey, can I come on? Great. Adam. I was like, cool. You want to come on? Let's come on. And then he recommended me as someone who's looking for podcasting. So great. That's a, there is a lead. So that's kind of how I want to build my business. Just through personal connections, people I know. Hey, man, I know a guy. I can go, great. I can do this. I also know a guy. So like, if I'm busy, this podcast takes up a lot of my time plus my full-time job. I know people in my own life who are audio editors. Or if like, I ask like, you, hey, Adrian, do you know an audio editor? Do you, can you edit audio? What's your price? I'll pay you. And just get a job and just outsource to people I trust. So I want to I build my business really on trust in people I know and keep it in my network. And I think it doesn't need to be a million dollar a year. It can just be like $5,000 a month in revenue that I can keep for myself and pay people others. That's cool. I'm 20 years old. I don't need that much. Yeah, this is great outlook. It's absolutely great. I think, you know, we get in too much of a hurry. And, you know, I see this. I, th- I don't think school helps you know, we, as kids are mm. supposed to learn stuff earlier and earlier and parents get more and more stressed, you know, well, you know, Johnny, Johnny started kindergarten next month and he hasn't learned Latin yet. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not real, but it basically tells you what people are, it's very much like what people are grappling with. Um, I think we need to relax because yeah. here's the, here's the thing. Life is either really long or it's not. Either way, you, you don't have much of a say in how it goes. So you might as well make the time meaningful. Might as well make the relationships last to the degree that they can. You might as well make your connections be real because the truth of the matter is we got like 8 billion people and, you know, give or take some change on this planet who are, are so afraid, not all of them, but a lot of them are afraid of getting found out for the exact same thing that everybody else is afraid of getting found out for, which is that, you know, you don't always know what you're doing. You make a bunch of mistakes. Um, some, sometimes you're an asshole. Actually, it's true. You know, that, I love Reddit. You know, am I the asshole? And the answer is, oh, yeah, probably oh half the time, God. right? So half the I'll, time. So this is this, this quick sidebar. Uh, yeah. My friend and I, we also do a wrestling podcast. We're live every Wednesday, Kings of the Rings podcast. And on our post show, for the past few weeks, we've been playing Am I the Asshole on Reddit. And it's fascinating. Like, that's right up your alley. It's very much philosophical and like a case study it's of human society. Stuff. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I don't want to make it a segment, to be honest. Am I the asshole? No, it's perfect. So I think we all got to lighten up a little bit. You know, none of us are really all that special, which is why we yeah. should be kind to everybody because you never know when you're going to need it. Um, it. But it's not, you know, I don't mean it in a calculating way. Like, well, you know, it's not like putting karma pennies in the bank because then you're going to, it's just, you never know. Like how many times do you have to hear stories about how somebody, you know, was either really rude to someone and then later found out that they shouldn't have been or found out they were really nice to someone and then later was like, oh, that's the president of the bank and that's why you got hired. Just be cool to everybody. What's your problem? <laughs> we yeah. lighten up. We're all having a hard time out here. Nobody's got it easy because humaning is hard. 
and no one knows what they're doing. And so say yes to stuff that you don't know how it's going to turn out. Take a risk. You know, the best sort of risk mitigation strategy is to be kind. It's why humanitarian relief organizations around the world have stickers on their vehicles that have an, uh, an AK-47 with a red circle and a line through it because they're trying to tell people we're not playing the game that everyone else in this war zone is playing. Now, that doesn't protect us the way that it used to. Tragically, I've lost a lot of friends to violence against aid workers in Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, the occupied Palestinian territories, Sudan, other places. You know, a buddy of mine, uh, we we were each going to lead a mission in Sudan, and he decided to take this one, and I took the other one, and his ran over a landmine that had been in the ground for 20 years from an old civil war. He incinerated to death in his car. I survived. You know, you just never know what's going to happen wherever you are, right? The piano might fall out of space and land on my house right now. I don't know. So I can't live like that's something I can worry about. You can't control the uncontrollable. You can only control what you can control. And I say, first thing you can control is how you treat other people. But you can't be nice to other people until you're nice to yourself. So lighten up a little bit. You're not that bad, all right? You've done some dumb stuff. You might have hurt some people. You might have things that you need to make right. Just do that and then get on with it. Don't do that again. <laughs> be good. We can do better. Just take I don't know why time. this turned into like a little... Like a little uh, you know, preacher thing, but no, I needed it. I'm not gonna do better. I'm not gonna and everybody else. You can do better. We all can. I really needed it. I was, I was feeling very down today because it's kind of like, well, I don't, I'm in a crossroads a little bit. Like, I don't know what to do. Like with, with the podcast, with the business, I'm not going to stop doing the podcast. This is fun for me, right? This is my therapy. This is what I do. What I do is podcasting, but it's like how I kind of mold it and what I'm doing and what the plan is moving forward. I'm a little bit of a brick wall. I'm a little stuck. So but this, just this conversation, it's like I feel a lot better. Just, just to get some shit off I'm my glad. chest. And yes. I generally feel a lot better. And no, I I'm very happy I have for a little that. bit more of a plan. But please, you're going to say something. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so you said you wanted to be local. Yes. And in my point of view, that's the easiest thing. I mean, nothing's easy, but that's a great place to start. Because here's the good news. If you want to do something local, there's a almost limitless number of people who would love the opportunity to tell their story, talk about their business, share a little about their community and what they're doing and just have real conversations because you have a studio. It's a very easy thing to say if you can have people over. I don't know if this is at your house or a place that people can come uh, to. This but is technically my office, but I'm in New Jersey. If anyone's local to New Jersey, I do have a studio in Montclair. Well, there you go. So you can say, listen, I have a show called X. If we feature people from the local community, they could be business leaders. They could be corporate executives. They could be, you know, mom and pop stores. They could be just people. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, again, depends on if there's a quote unquote business strategy or not, but eh, it, it, all of it works. And then you just have a show where you have a, a kind of an umbrella for shows. And then you don't have to be stuck with something. So if you had yeah. a network, <laughs> And I'm putting air quotes if you're listening. If you had a network, which literally is just an umbrella for all the other stuff you want to do, and then you just do miniseries, right? So you don't have to do a, a, a weekly show that goes on forever. You could say, I'm going to do six episodes about candy stores. I'm going to do, you know, uh, three episodes about, you know, whatever, the, the water board. Like, whatever interests you, then you reach out to people. And I've done this 400 times. The response rate's 100% yes. The only issue was ever, I don't, I'm not available that week. Could we do it another week? So 400 guests I invited on one of my podcasts, which I'm not currently doing, but I did from the end of 2018 to the end of well, about 2021. Um, it got harder to do when it went remote because the magic of 
not being in the room with people was was part of what really makes us work. It's it's hard to recreate, but I think yeah. we're on a one wavelength. It's fine. Well, we are, but also you know, you and I look. We do this, so like for True. me to sit here looking into this, yeah. you know, little piece of glass and talking to you like we're in the same room. Ten years, yeah, done this once or twice, yeah, yeah. Done this yeah. Once or twice. yeah, yeah. Done this a few times. So you know, and it's easy for me to to actually create the experience of being with you, yeah, which makes it easy for you to be with me because you're also skilled at this too. So, but when you could be in a room with somebody. It is more interesting. It doesn't even mean it's going to be easier. Like, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be sweating because they don't do this a lot. Like, you're the first person whose podcast they've been on, potentially. Yeah. But that could be really cool. So you create the framework of, hey, I'm doing a, sh- you know, a mini-series on this topic. I think you'd be a great person. Would you be interested in being a guest on my show? And, you know, it's 45 minutes away. It's 20 minutes away. Whatever it is, people will drive to you when the show concept is about them. So... The show that yeah. I'm talking about yeah, here is 100%. one that I did. It was just called Valley Business Radio. It's very generic, but I could interview anybody that I wanted, and they all said yes. So you could get way more niche, and, you, and I really like – this is something I've gotten onto lately for myself and my clients. We don't do the never-ending podcast every week because, look, for those of you who know, and Will, you know this, like nobody's business, there's like five phases, planning, production, post-production, publication and promotion. And the biggest mistake people make is they try to do all five of those things for every single episode over and over and over again. It becomes a hamster wheel of hell. Yeah. Right. It's fun. So I say, great. I like it. Plan a season, plan a, plan a mini series. Mm -hmm. Then you just plan once, take a couple of weeks, come up with a concept, plan for it, invite people, get it scheduled, record all the episodes in two days, three days. Right. doesn't take a long time. Yeah. Uh, Batch it. Then, you know, take as much time as you need with your day job to post produce. Um, and even just to get the main episodes ready, because then you can work on the clips, you know, on an ongoing basis, then publish the whole thing all at once, like Netflix. Thanks so much for being a guest on my podcast. You know, season five of five episodes or eight episodes or whatever is now out, or our mini series on, yeah. you know, local moms in business is also out. And you just, you could, could, I'm not trying to change what you're doing, but I'm just, I know the local angle very well.